Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Following the death, sadly, of Ruth Morrissey over the weekend on Sunday, her husband Paul said that the family have never received an apology from the state. Now, indeed, the Taoiseach Leo Radke responded to that claim, saying a formal apology was made to all the women and their families who were affected by the cervical check scandal. But sadly, because, of course, the state were appealing the High Court decision of Miss uh, Morrissey's case at the time, that apology wasn't forthcoming to her. And on her line is her solicitor, uh, Keno Carroll. Good afternoon to you, Keen. Hello, Niall. Um, a pretty sad day. And my condolences, of course, to Paul and his family and friends and everybody who knew Thank Ruth. You. And she fought a very brave fight, uh, not only um, against the illness, but against the state as well. And I know uh, Vicky Phelan has been quite outspoken in relation to this. Mm. Um, she didn't get an apology, essentially, because, of course, the state were appealing the High Court decision on her case at the time. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, there's... there's... There's no substance to Leo Varadkar's suggestion that the apology in, I think it was October of last year, had anything to do with um, Ruth Morrissey or her family. It was mm-hmm. very clear that it didn't. That apology because if it did, she wouldn't be in court in the first place, essentially. Exactly. To be honest, that, that, that whole apology in any event, I, I had a difficulty with it because the very day it was being given in the Doyle, I was down in court one in the four courts mm. with another woman who was one of that group of 221 women um, starting her trial with the state claiming that they had no responsibility for what happened to and her. And meanwhile, they were apologising in the doll. Yeah, exactly. I and mean, the, the hypocrisy was outrageous. Yeah, it is outrageous. Absolutely. It, it, it is hypocrisy. And then that's not using the word in an insulting way. I think that's the appropriate description for that type of conduct. I mean, there was 130 women, you say, some who are dying and are still fighting for justice before the courts. 221 plus, and the plus is all of the additional people who were not identified through the the cervical check uh, audit. And so maybe it's 250, 260. And then you have another large cohort of women who haven't been given an audit because they were diagnosed since the beginning of 2018 and the audit was cancelled as the government's, was the state's first response to Vicky Phelan's case. They so so the essentially the apology was for only for those women who weren't going to take the state to court. And that was essentially what the apology was for. Um, I think the apology was really about the non-disclosure issue. Now, the language of the apology was very strong. And to be fair to Antishuk, um, the language of that apology was stronger and, and more fulsome than I had expected. But as I say, it clearly could not have referred to Ruth Morrissey since it was given at a time when they were fighting her in the Supreme Court. It was shocking to see that this woman's last you know, years of her life were spent fighting the state when she should have been just fighting her illness and enjoying her time with her family. That's the, and she was conscious of time running down. In her Absolutely, but I would course. like to say though that the the point that Paul was making, her husband was making, and that was not a call for an apology. I understand the Social Democrats are in the door today, and they're asking the Count Corla for time to be given for this to be dealt with. The apology is not an issue. He was simply pointing out that there is a lack of humanity at mm. the heart of so many of these decisions, and that people need to think as normal human beings. That if you if you cause harm to somebody, you are entitled to dispute that. But when the dispute is over and it has been established through the High Court and the Supreme Court of Ireland, and the magnitude of the harm is so great, 
well, then you, you have to accept it. Yes, you have to accept the responsibility. The labs don't, in a sense, their conduct is judged by a different standard, I think, mm. because they're not the state. And the state is there for us. It is meant to be... Well, the state uh, is meant to care about its citizens. The, the laboratory have no, obviously, they have no, well, the only recourse they have is legal recourse or financial recourse, but they have no obligation to the citizens of the country. Right. They can care, but they're not obliged to. Absolutely. So the morals are not quite the same. The state should have morals as well as having legal, uh, legal grounding as well. Yeah. And it's just pointing that out, but it's not saying, oh, you can, you know, you should go off and do it now. Like, Paul Morrissey doesn't give a toss about their apology. No one. Particularly, particularly this week, he certainly doesn't. Do particularly it. this week. And yeah. he knows that if it were to come now, it is coming because a light has been shone on their failure. Well, sadly, Ruth is, never, Ruth is never going to hear that apology, is she? And that's really what it was about. And that's what it should have been about from the very start of all this. Instead of doing what they did, which was essentially yeah, dragging this woman through the courts. There was a nice course. example of, of, of an apology, actually, which, which came unexpectedly. And that was after Vicky Phelan's case. Her case settled without an admission of liability by the HSE. And yet... Well, if it wasn't for Vicky, we wouldn't probably know. We wouldn't all be here talking about it today, That's of course, true. Because, but Tony O'Brien, who yeah. was often maligned, he was chief executive of the HSE at the time. Um, and this is before he retired a little early as a result of that controversy. But... He took the time and trouble to write an apology to her, and there was no requirement to do so. And I've never seen that done before in a case where it was settled without an admission of liability. Mm-hmm. But he thought it was important to do that, and that was the right. As an individual, as an individual. No, on behalf of the HSE. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was from him. It was from the That's top. That's what I'm saying. Man. It was personal. Yeah. And and that meant that that apology did mean something to her, because it wasn't extracted. It was yeah. offered freely and without without any compulsion. And that's the way I think, that's how I would apologise to somebody. And do you, do you think this is going to make a change going forward? I mean, if something is to become or is to come yeah. from Ruth Morrissey's death, I mean, for the rest of those women, many of them who will have to go through the courts, uh, many of them are dying. Do you think this is going to make any change? Will, will it, this help? Well, the, the, the judgment in her case certainly makes a big change because mm-hmm. it, allows, um, it allows clarity on the point of what the test is um, and it also allows clarity that the state is responsible and therefore cases can be brought now against the HSE alone without bringing the labs into it. Now, the labs will still end up paying, so the taxpayer isn't going to suddenly end up on the hook for this. Can, can I ask um, a question? Maybe this is just my non-legal yeah. mind thinking. Why were the labs ever involved in the litigation? Surely because the state were providing the test. Um, yeah. You could sue the state and then the state could, should, uh, say, counter-sue the labs. Why, did, why were people left to sue the labs themselves? That's a really good question. And it caused quite a bit of discussion and debate among uh, the legal team at the beginning of all this. Um, my personal preference was not to include the laboratories, but the difficulty is that in urgent litigation, as was the nature of this. You know, the first case was going to take, we were trying to do it in 10 weeks, which we Mm. we did. Um, If you identify potential defendants, and we knew from the documentation that the slide had been read abroad, um, and therefore there was an international element to it. Uh, If that party had to be brought into the case subsequently, as a co-defendant or even a third party, it would have led to significant delay in the case. So the prudent thing was deemed to be to to include okay, I get obvious you. potential co-defendants. But 
And, and if we hadn't, the state would <clears throat> almost certainly have sought to join um, CPL. OK, well, look, I, I, I'm sorry to have to rush you, Keenan. I do apologise for, for it because I would have loved to talk to you a little bit more about the whole thing. But look, once again, my condolences to Paul and thank his you. friends and family and everybody who knew Ruth. And thank you very much indeed for coming on the air today and clarifying all that for us. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.